everyone. Thank you for joining me in the first ever edition of Shine with Heidi. Shine is an acronym that I came up with that stands for surviving, healing, inspiring, nurturing, and empowering. And that is exactly what my goal in life is to do for specifically women. Uh, my background is kind of a little tainted. There's a lot of scarring and a lot of wounds in my life. And I just feel like I have a lot to offer those of you out there that have been through the same types of hurt and pain. Not only do I have a lot to offer you as far as wisdom in those areas go, but I have a lot of friends. <laughs> and I'm going to be asking them to join me on a regular basis to talk to you about some of the things that they've gone through in life. This first edition has been next to impossible for me to start. I've had a lot of people asking me, when is your podcast going to be ready? You know, what's going on with that? And the primary reason that I wanted to start this, prod this podcast is because in March of this year, March the 8th to be exact, I lost my very best friend and I lost her for reasons that ultimately we shouldn't have lost her to. If we had had a little bit more time, then maybe we could have saved her. If we could have recognized some things before we did, then maybe we could have helped. There was some extenuating circumstances and some things that you can't turn back time and change. But there are some things that we can look forward and say, if you're in this place and if you're struggling, maybe this shouldn't be the path that you walk down. And maybe if you have a best friend or you have a family member that you see hurting, then maybe you can get to them before you're sitting here trying to help other hurting people. This is going to be hard for me to get through, but I'm going to try. It's been a lot of prayer and a little preparation. But as I said, losing my best friend inspired me to start this and be a place of safety for everyone. My best friend knew every crevice of my soul. And as my sister said to me just earlier tonight, she was your security. And in life, it's really hard to replace that. We all lose people. And so that's what we're going to make this edition about. Loss and heartbreak. Because that's what exactly got to my bestie. Loss and heartbreak. You see, there were some things that kept happening just over and over in her life where people were passing away. Disease and age had gotten to several people that she loved dearly. And she took one loss on top of another loss and never stopped to deal and never stopped to heal. What she chose to do was to numb she tried to numb that pain with alcohol. 
And at first, you know, we were like, hey, kind of everybody does this. It's kind of a little bit of a way for you to escape. You've had a bad day. You go have a couple of beers. You go through a breakup. You drink a bottle of Crown. But for the most part, everybody can do that and get up the next day and stop. But there's those few people in the world called alcoholics that cannot. Once they start, they head down a path of destruction that they can't even see that they're on anymore. She became a closet alcoholic, and I know it was to numb her pain. And she hid it so well from all of us. We were determined that there was something physically wrong with her. And when people would say to me, maybe if she put down the bottle, I refused to believe it. And I think that hurt, the thing that hurts the most at this point was, why didn't she just talk to someone? Well, finally she did. Finally, she went to rehab for 45 days. And it was the strongest decision that she ever made because she had the hardest time admitting that she had a problem. When she came out of rehab, the first thing that she said to me was, I'm going to stand in front of the church and I'm going to give my testimony. And I already know what it's going to be called. It's going to be called... Don't judge a book by its cover. And don't we all seem to do that every so often? We see someone with a lot of piercing and tattoos and we assume that they're bad and had a bad life. Or we see someone that's sitting in a pretty house and we think they've got it all together. See, from the outside... My bestie always had it together. As long as I knew her, she was the one that had it together. We bonded because I, I never had it together. I don't even know what together looks like. So that's why she was my security blanket. I always told her she was the anchor that held me down. She always said I was the wind that made her wild. But having that outside look so perfect isn't always what it's cracked up to be. You see, when she found her grandmother passed away, that was a little bit more than she could handle. And she went to bed and she grieved. And it wasn't long until she lost another loved one. And she went to bed and she grieved. And then she lost another one. And pretty soon, we couldn't get her out of bed anymore. But I think if maybe she hadn't felt like she needed to be perfect, or not even perfect, because she never came across that she was perfect. But if she hadn't thought that people looked at her in a certain light, then maybe she would have asked for help sooner. 
See, what she meant by you don't always judge a book by its cover is not that you think somebody's bad, but more that you think somebody's good. Because she did have the nice house with everything that everybody could have wanted materialistically. And she had the wonderful husband that loved her dearly and that she adored with every ounce of her being. She had the kids that got married and had kids. And so she had this plethora of grandkids. Christmases were so much fun for her and birthdays and holidays. And she loved celebrating. And boy, did she like buying for those grandkids more than anything. But she was hurting inside. And to admit that she was hurting inside had to mean that she had to admit that something wasn't right. When you looked at it, you thought everything was right. I don't know exactly what was going on in her head. I really don't. I wish that I did. I don't know what made her decide that hurting and grieving meant that you didn't feel blessed. A coworker of mine and I were talking today about how you can live a life where you are so thankful for everything that's going on in your life at that moment, but also so sad about everything that is going wrong. How do you balance those two? And see, that's what my bestie couldn't quite grasp. She thought that by being sad and by grieving and by asking for help, that that meant she wasn't thankful and grateful and filled blessed by everything that she had because she knew, she knew she had it better than a lot of people and she felt blessed all the time and she never, ever took that for granted the one thing that she took for granted was that people would understand that sometimes bad things happen to good people that sometimes the one that has it all falls apart that sometimes You can seem like you're the strongest person walking. But you have to stop every couple of steps because your knees are way weaker than anyone realizes. What I want for you to get from her life and her experiences That you can be thankful and grateful for the life that you've been given. You can be thankful and happy, but still be sad. And that's okay. You don't have to turn any other direction. You don't have to hide it. You don't have to act like the pain doesn't hurt 
It's okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say you're weak. It's okay to say, I just can't do this anymore. There's so much about her life that I'll be sharing with you throughout this because I learned more in the 25 years of knowing her than I ever learned. I hope that this will lead you to look into your own life and say, is there anything that I'm currently hiding and I'm not dealing with and that I'm covering up with anything, whether it's shopping or sex or drugs or alcohol, addictions to hide the pain. None of them are good. They're all going to end the same and it's going to be detrimental to you and the ones that you love. And like I said, what I want you to get from her is you could be so beautiful and appear to have it all and hiding the hurt that will eat away at you. (sighs) I hope that you'll join me again. I hope that I can help you learn to survive these times of heartache and loss. I hope that you can find healing because we're never going to be able to move forward unless we find healing. I hope that I've inspired you in some way and I'm looking forward to nurturing you and empowering you in the future because all I want more than anything is for us To be able to remain in this world and be a light for someone. So we just need to shine. Thank you. want to say thank you guys once again for joining me that was an incredibly hard thing for me to do an episode for me to do as I listened back on it I realized a few things that I left out let's talk about getting that help that you need Um, if you're struggling with alcoholism or any type of thing like that then first and foremost talk to a loved one if you don't have a loved one in your life then try your local church Uh, pastors and counselors are there that could help you You could also talk to your doctor or find a counselor locally that can help. But there's always somewhere that you can turn and ask for help. So it's important to do that. Never feel like you're alone. If you need to reach out to me, I'm going to be on Facebook, Instagram, and I'm also on TikTok, but I'm kind of a little bit silly on TikTok. (laughs) And I'm going to be, it's Shine with Heidi uh, everywhere you look. I also have got an email address that is shinewithheidi at gmail.com and I'll have all of that information on my Facebook page. But more than anything, I just want you to know you're not alone. And that's what I felt like my bestie felt like is that she was struggling all alone and she wasn't and you're not. 
So let's hug one another, love one another, and get some help. Thank you, guys. See you next time.